This episode is supported by Jace Medical. You may or may not know that in December, drug shortages across the U.S. hit a record high. This is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments, resulting in delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. I know that I have heard in the last few months from multiple mom friends of mine, instances where they have not been able to get medications for themselves or for their children in critical crisis moments. This is so, so scary. I know I've had friends with their kids having seasonal flu cold symptoms, struggling to breathe, and they're at urgent care and unable to get the antibiotics that they need because of these shortages. This is scary stuff. Most notably, one of the short supply antibiotics is amoxicillin, which is commonly used for so many of our children's illnesses. So here's where Jace Medical comes in. They have the Jace case, which is a personalized emergency medication kit that contains five essential antibiotics that are used for the most common common and deadly bacterial infections. And you can also customize your case and add additional life-saving medications based on your or your children's family's unique needs, like an EpiPen, for example, something that you would never want to be without, would never want to have to run from pharmacy to pharmacy in pursuit of. So if you want to go get these medications and have your antibiotics on supply so that you always have them when you need them in case of an emergency, in case of a disaster, in case of being a, you know, a victim of this drug shortage, Jace Medical will have you covered. All you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code SHAMELESS at jacemedical, J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, code SHAMELESS. This is the Shameless Mom Academy episode five freaking hundred. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode five zero zero. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community. So be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Oh, we're celebrating today. We are celebrating. So behind the scenes, I'm recording this at 520 on a Wednesday night. There's utter chaos in my house. There's messes in every room. You couldn't find a spot to make dinner on the kitchen counter if you tried. I'm sure Piper just pooped in some corner somewhere. And I don't even care because we're celebrating. We are celebrating our 500th episode of the Shameless Mom Academy. And here's the thing, part of being a shameless mom is that you don't have to apologize. If there's no room on your counters and there's paper piles everywhere and the dog just pooped in the corner, you just keep going. You just keep going. I'm so, so excited for this episode. I'm so excited for everything that we're going to talk about today. I've had a lot of fun thinking through what to talk about today and landing where I landed. I feel really, really good about this. I was thinking, what could I talk about today that would deeply impact you because I mean, I could like go on a jog down memory lane, but I think that would be more fun for me than it would be for you. And I thought I wanted to provide something today that gives you a lot of takeaways that we get to like learn together about all the ways we've grown together. So if you've been listening since episode one, or if this is your very first episode, you are going to walk away with some big 
golden nuggets. So prepare yourself, prepare your heads, prepare your hearts, because we are going to get into it today. So this is the 500th episode of the show. And I didn't set out to get here. (laughs) And here we are. When I started the show, I didn't know how long it was going to last and where it was going to go. And I didn't have a magical number in mind around like, oh, I can't imagine when we get to X number of episodes. I just kept showing up. And that's kind of my personality type is like, I just keep doing the same thing over and over again, which is why like I get up and work out every morning. Like I'm just real nerdy that way. (laughs) And you know, for better or worse, because it doesn't always pay off. There's times there's things I should walk away from sooner than I do for sure. But there's so many times that showing up over and over and over has been hugely valuable and transformational in my life. And I think that we can all learn something from the ways that we can show up and the opportunities that we have to show up over and over. And we can learn about why that's so important. And so I want to talk about five reasons that you can keep showing up, that you should keep showing up, that showing up will pay off for you no matter what you're going through. And I've shown up here when things have been really hard. I've shown up here when I've been really busy. I've shown up here when I didn't fully know exactly what I was talking about. And what I mean by that is, you know, I've shown up. I showed up when we were going through IVF and I didn't know how that was going to turn up. And I showed up and I cried my way through an episode when that did not work out. And I showed up and continued to talk about that for three years after. Like it's only been in the last year that I've really felt like I've healed from that, but I've kept showing up and I've showed up in uncomfortable conversations around injustice and around race, around the LGBTQ plus community. I've shown up and said like, hey, I don't know a lot about this, but I'm here for the hard conversation and I'm here to learn and I'm here to learn and I want to do better. And I'm here to learn publicly with you and in front of you. And I'm here to own mistakes and talk about mistakes so that we can all do better. And so I've shown up in discomfort over and over and over again. I've also shown up in joy over and over again. I've gotten to show up in this conversation after I've done amazing things. You all have been with me as I've traveled with my child to Paris and to Portugal. And I've traveled to the Philippines. And I've gotten to do really, really cool things with my family and then with business colleagues. And you've all been around for that. And I've gotten to show up and tell you all those great things as well. And then I've shown up in a freaking pandemic. (laughs) And I've shown up when like, we felt like the world was going to end between the pandemic and our current president in air quotes, and all the social injustices that we are reckoning with right now. And I've shown up in all of that. And it's been hard. And it's been exhausting. And there's definitely like, if I'm telling the truth, there's definitely been days where I'm like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to show up and teach and coach and be there and be present and be positive? And I'm not always positive. I feel like I'm pretty clear and transparent and raw and real with you all. But I do always try to put my best foot forward. And I do try to acknowledge that even when things are hard, we can be learning and we can be open and we can be growing. And so it feels like such a massive win to get to 500 episodes in and be able to celebrate everything that's showing up has brought to me and to be able to share that with you. Because I think that sometimes when you're at the beginning of building something or you're thinking about building something, whether you're building something within your household or you're building a side hustle or you're building a career or you're building an organization in your community, whatever it is you're building, we're all building something, whatever it is you're building, when you're at the beginning of it and and when you're in the messy middle of it, you can't always see like, is this going to be worth it? What's the payoff going to be? So I want to talk about why it's so important to keep showing up 
even if it doesn't isn't going the way you thought it was going to go or it doesn't end up the way you thought it was going to end up because I didn't know how this was going to end up and you know it could have been a lot worse than this and it could have been a lot better <laughs> like it could have gone either way this show could have been a bigger show it could have also been a smaller show this show could have had more success it could have had less success so I'm going to share with you where we're at right now what I've learned Vinny just walked in. Hey, Vinny, come here. Do you want to say hi to the Shameless Moms? I'm recording for the 500th episode. They're not on video, but do you want to talk into the microphone and say hi? Hi. Do you want to share? I'm totally putting you on the spot. Do you want to share one thing that you love about the Shameless Mom Academy? They're nice. Oh, they're nice. Who's nice? You. Oh, me? I'm nice? Yeah. Do you know when I started the Shameless Mom Academy, how old were you? Do you know? Keep talking to the microwave or into the microphone. <laughs> You were three, just a tiny three-year-old. And now how old are you? Eight. And let's tell people one more thing about you that they might think is fun. What are you asking for for Christmas? From who? From anyone. Is there anything special you're asking for for Christmas? Lego Harry Potter. Lego Harry Potter, yep. And is there anything that you are going to do kind for other people for Christmas? Mm, Yeah. Yeah? Do you want to share what it is? No. No? You're going to keep it to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Can you go feed the dogs now? I'll be done in about 20 minutes. Thank you. I love you. Can you close my door, please? Hey there. I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility and joy. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota and I am your host for the podcast No One Told Us where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us. That was not planned. If you just heard the door slam, if you've ever been on a call with me, you know the door always gets slammed at the end. Okay, so that was not planned. But hey, I mean, Vinny got to celebrate too. So that was fun. Okay, so let's dive into the five things, five reasons to keep showing up. So five things that I've learned in showing up over and over again. Number one, 
your legacy is built upon how you show up over time. And so we are all building a legacy, a legacy that our families around us see, that our kids see, the people that we work with see, that the people in our community see. We're all building a legacy. And you always get to choose what it is that you're building that legacy on. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want people to say at your funeral? Vinny is yelling in the background. So just enjoy the noise. Enjoy the soundtrack of the Shameless Mom Academy this evening. So you are always building your legacy. And this is one of the things I said in the very, very beginning. Before I even started the show, I was thinking about legacy. I was thinking about how I want everything that you learn in the Shameless Mom Academy to be a part of your legacy. Because I want you to always be aware of the power that you have to build a legacy that you are ridiculously proud of. And I want you to be aware of how you get to constantly shift the narrative in a way that serves you, that serves your family, that serves your community, that allows you to show up in power, that allows you to show up and have impact. And so it is important that we are showing up over and over and over again, because it's a part of our legacy. Part of my legacy is that I show up and I keep going and I do things and I build the thing and I show up and I show up 500 times every Monday and Wednesday for almost five years now. I show up if it's Christmas Eve. I show up if it's New Year's Eve. I show up if I had a bad day. I show up if IVF failed. I show up if the world is falling apart. That's part of my legacy. So where are you building a legacy around showing up? That's number one. Number two, I got this from James Clear in his book that I'm reading right now, Atomic Habits. And I feel like I've heard it before. So I don't know if it's a quote from him or not. He didn't cite anyone else when he said it. So I'm going to cite him as the person who said it. But I also think maybe it's been said other places. But one of the things that James said in the book, and I literally I was listening to it on audio, and I stopped in my tracks and like pushed pause. And I was like, take that in. I was walking the dog when he said it. So I couldn't write it down. I guess I could have put it in a note in my phone, but I couldn't write it down. So I was like, I'm going to push pause. And I'm going to say that I'm going to repeat it like three times over so that I don't forget because this is so important. So a second reason to keep showing up is that every action you take is a vote for who you are becoming. Every action you take is a vote for who you are becoming. So powerful. Every action you take right now is a vote for who you are becoming. So this doesn't mean taking perfect action. It means taking action in the right direction, taking action in the direction of who you want to be. And you don't have to be that person right now, which is what I love about this. This isn't about showing up perfectly or showing up as your best self. It's just about showing up in the direction you want to be going so that when you are faced with a hard decision around who do I want to be in this situation? Should I choose option A or should I choose option B? Do I say the uncomfortable thing? Do I stand up to someone? Do I call someone out? Do I call someone in? Every action that you take is a vote for who you are becoming. And that makes it so much more clear around like, what am I going to say right now? What am I going to do? Which option am I going to choose? So I want you to really think about, especially in 2020, especially right now in this moment of history, this moment that is lasting so painfully long, I want you to think about the actions that you are taking that are a vote for who you are becoming. And are those the votes you want to be casting? So as you think about wrapping up your year, the last few weeks that we have in 2020, How are you voting for yourself? How are you casting a vote in the direction of the person that you want to become? How are you casting votes in the directions of your dreams? How are you taking action that reinforces that you are becoming the person that you say you want to be and that you are becoming the person that you want your children to see you become and that you are becoming the person that you feel really, really fantastic about? That doesn't mean you have to feel fantastic every morning when you get out of bed. It just means that you're moving in that direction, that you're taking one little step after another. The steps can be 
infinitesimal. Is that the right word? Infinitesimal? Tiny? (laughs) It can be tiny. And even if they're tiny, that's still a vote in the right direction, right? So sometimes we think that action has to be this big, huge thing. And what I've learned, oh my gosh, what I've learned is that it doesn't have to be big. It has to be small and consistent. Every episode, one episode after another, every Monday and Wednesday, until I've done it five times, that's 500 little steps. I'll tell you, <laughs> the first episode felt like a mountain. And now I'm like, oh, just got to record an episode really quick. <laughs> I mean, I'm thoughtful about what I'm going to talk about, but it doesn't feel like a mountain anymore. Sometimes the hill feels bigger than others, I'll be honest, but it doesn't feel like a mountain. So I want you to think about every action that you're taking and give yourself permission with those little small steps to acknowledge them and acknowledge this is just one more choice and decision that I'm making to vote for who I'm becoming. I feel like we can take so much pride in that. We can take so much pride in the little things that we do every day to take steps in the directions of our dreams and to take steps in the direction of who we want to become. And sometimes those are big steps and sometimes they're tiny steps. Last week, I submitted this huge proposal, which felt like a big, huge step. And I was like, this is a vote for who I am becoming. I'm going to be the person who writes really big proposals and totally nails them and gets every single contract that I go after. And at the same time, showing up for episode 500 on a Wednesday night at 530 when my house is a complete disaster, it's the same thing. It's a vote for who I am becoming, right? So the big, huge thing that I've never done before and the tiny little thing that I've done over and over and over, those are both votes for who I am becoming. Number three, the fifth reason to keep showing up is because courage is contagious. I think Brene Brown said this. I've heard it throughout the years. I've talked about it on the show before, but I recently heard her say it. And then I was like, oh, I think I've been saying a Brene Brown quote and didn't know that it was a Brene Brown quote. So courage is contagious. And when we take courageous action and when we take those votes for who we want to become, that is contagious. When you take one hard step, the next hard step, you're like, oh, this step, I got it. It becomes easier every time. And so it spreads, that courage spreads throughout you and throughout the choices you make, but it also spreads throughout your family and it spreads throughout your workplace and it spreads throughout your community and through the organizations that you're in. It's so amazing to see when your courage spreads to other people. So it spreads within you because you start taking that courageous action more frequently and you feel that, you feel the momentum behind that and you feel like, oh, I'm going to keep doing the hard things because this is amazing and I have power and I have hope and I have all this excitement when I take courageous action, even if it's super scary sometimes, but also we spread it around us. And so we see other people around us taking courageous action and we get inspired by them. And suddenly the people who we were inspiring are inspiring us right back and then everything in the world looks a little bit brighter, right? When your inner circle is this circle of people just doing really cool, courageous shit all the time. It's pretty amazing. It's so, so cool. And I see this all the time in the Shameless Mom Academy that like, I will do something that inspires one of you to take courageous action. And you come back and you tell me that you took that courageous action. And holy cow, it lights up my entire day. So if something goes south that day, I'm like, oh, but this mom over here, she just told me that she did this hard thing. I'm going to do that hard thing to make this thing in my life better because someone else just showed me how. Someone else just lit the way for me. So every time you take courageous action, you inspire someone else to do the same thing. And every time you reach out to me via your reviews or Instagram DMs or Instagram comments or Facebook comments or in our Facebook group, or you send me emails, anytime you tell me a story about how what I have said has prompted you to be courageous, 
it 100% prompts me to be more courageous. And when I make decisions about the Shameless Mom Academy and about the things that we're going to do, I think about all the ways that I know how you all show up because of how I've shown up. And I get super fired up. And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pick like the middle option. I'm not going to pick the easy thing. I'm not going to pick the small thing. Like I'm going to go all in. I'm going to pick the big thing, the hard thing. I'm going to pick the thing that's more difficult than I maybe want it to be because that's the way that courage has been contagious to me, that we get to keep giving it back to each other. And that's been really, really, really cool. And I did not know that that was going to happen when I started the show, but I see it over and over again. And I for sure see it within our membership communities, within Momentum Mamas, our membership community for moms, where we work on mindset and then in Tenacious Mamas and my business and leadership mastermind over at Tenacious Mamas. I see this constantly where one person in the group will take courageous action and they'll post about it in our Facebook group. And then all of a sudden, like three more people have posts and they're like, oh, well, because this person did this, I decided to do this. And now it's like this waterfall of women just going and doing courageous things every day, all day, every damn day. And it's so powerful and it's so transformational and it has such huge impact. And when we have those impacts within our own communities, within the Shameless Mom Academy, we also have those that same impact in our other subsets of communities that we all exist in independently outside of the Shameless Mom Academy. And that is a beautiful, powerful, deeply, deeply impactful thing. Number four, the fourth reason to keep showing up. Showing up creates momentum, hope, and power. So this is one that I've learned a lot this year because this year has just been so consistently challenging. I also learned this after going through IVF and having that fail and having to show up and just feeling like so many times showing up to record or showing up for an interview and being like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I can do this. (laughs) And I remember actually really specifically an interview that I did, the first interview I did a week after IVF failed And I remember sitting at my desk and thinking, I don't know how I'm going to get through this interview. Like, I don't know how I can show up and be peppy and be a good host and ask thoughtful questions because I just feel so distracted. And I really, really seriously considered canceling the interview, like literally five minutes before it, (laughs) which I've never done before. But I was like, no, I can't do that. And the woman I was interviewing was a doctor. And so in my mind, I was like, there's no way. Not that I would want to waste anyone's time, but I was like, I know this was like challenging to book. I'm not going to bail at the last minute. That is not cool. And I remember going through the conversation and literally with like every question, I felt a little bit better. And as we got into the conversation that like just that few minutes of distraction from my own reality, oh my gosh, it just shifted everything. And we got done with the conversation. And I remember being done and being so incredibly thankful because I remember thinking, There's nothing that I thought could turn my day around. There's nothing I thought that could make me feel better today. But I went and had a conversation with someone else about something unrelated to my own hardship. And all of a sudden, I feel hope again. And I feel a little bit restored. And I feel some momentum. Instead of feeling just incredibly stuck and paralyzed, I felt momentum. And that all helped me feel like I had a little bit of power still, even though things felt so hard and so overwhelming. That hope created momentum, which created a sense of power, and it made me feel less despair. And that was a huge, huge gift. And I've really carried that moment with me for a long time because 
Now I can remind myself on a hard day, and there's been a lot this year, I can remind myself on a hard day that you are like one interaction, one conversation, one moment away from shifting things in a direction that feels a little bit better. Things can be really, really hard, and you can still be just a moment away from feeling that sense of hope. And that has helped me tremendously in 2020. So what I've learned is that when I keep showing up, even when it's hard and overwhelming and I'm exhausted, I'm frustrated and I might be just completely like done and over with this entire world (laughs) and the state of affairs, that when I show up and I do what I am meant to do in terms of showing up and doing my work and teaching and coaching, that there is a momentum that is inevitable that creates a sense of hope that is inevitable, and that creates a sense of power that is inevitable. And that has been such a big gift. And so I want you to think about when you show up, when you show up to do the things that you are meant to be doing, or when you show up for the things that you know, make your heart beat, what does that do for you? That creates momentum, hope and power every single time. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder and I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a No Guilt Mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt-free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Get Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. So you have a responsibility to know what those things are. I know for me what those things are and what they're not. So I know for me, sitting in isolation is the opposite of momentum, hope, and power. I know that being in conversation with other people, I know that being out in a public place, I know that moving my body, I know that changing my state by just like getting out of my house for 10 minutes, whether it's a 10-minute walk, whether it's running a quick errand to Trader Joe's where they're sometimes disgustingly happy and it makes me mad. But I know that all of that, I know that all of that, is a way for me to show up that creates momentum, hope, and power. And there's literally been days in the last 500 episodes where I'm like, I got to go to Trader Joe's before I record because I know that someone's going to be disgustingly friendly to me and it's going to make me feel better. (laughs) So Trader Joe's is not a sponsor of the show, but they should be because they're really good for my mental health. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I want you to think about where you can show up and how you can show up consistently in ways that create that momentum and hope and power for yourself. Because even in our hardest seasons, which many of us are in right now, in 2020, we can create hope and momentum and power in just showing up. And it's not like I'm going to get cute and show up. It's like, I'm just going to show up in my Uggs and my four-day dirty hair and my sweats with holes in them. And I'm not even going to smile and I'm not putting on mascara. I'm just going to show up. And it still happens. It still happens. When we show up at our worst, but we just give it a chance, it still happens where we create that momentum, hope, and power. And then number five, the fifth reason to keep showing up is that showing up reinforces resourcefulness and resiliency. And this has been such a big one for me over the course of the last 18 years now. So I'm coming up on 18 years of being a business owner, which is like a ridiculously long time. And I remember when I first got done with school for personal training to become a personal trainer 18 years ago, and I remember thinking I had to go market myself and I did not want to tell people. I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm Sarah. I've been a trainer for three months. Do you want to hire me? Because I was like, no one's going to hire me. No one's going to hire the girl who's like been a trainer for three months. They're going to all want the people who've been trainers for like three years and seven years and 10 years. And I remember thinking like, I just want to get there. I just don't want to be the new person because I felt like that automatically diminished my credibility and which is total mindset error. That's so not true, but that's how I felt. And I remember when I got a couple of years under my belt, I was like, oh, I just feel so much better to be like, now I'm Sarah and I've been a trainer for three years and I've been an athlete for X amount of years and whatever. Like, I just felt like I had this like firmer foundation to stand on. And of course I was more talented and more experienced, but I wasn't not qualified, at, you know, three months into it. But now being 18 years into running my own businesses and having built three businesses over the course of those 18 years and having scaled two of them to multiple six figures a year and really to places that I never saw either of them going has been so hugely transformational. And the reason it's been transformational for me is because when I've shown up over and over again in really hard times in my businesses, I have been so freaking scrappy and resourceful in ways I didn't know I had in me. Because growing up, I only did things I was good at. And I learned this about myself in my early 20s, and I don't remember exactly how this all kind of came to be, but I remember having this realization that like, I didn't play sports because I didn't want to be bad at something. Like, and when I say I didn't play sports, it's not like I didn't play like basketball and soccer and whatever. Like, I didn't want to learn how to play pool in my 20s because I didn't want to be bad at it. Like, we're talking about bar games right now, bar games while drinking. And I was like, no, I'm good because I didn't want to be bad. And I never learned how to play foosball, like things that you aren't supposed to be good at anyways, right? <laughs> but I did not want to do anything that I was not very certain I wouldn't be excellent at all the time. And I knew I could be an excellent student because I had proven that over and over. And that was really the track I kept myself on all through high school, all through college. And then I had this realization that I had only ever pushed myself to do things I knew I would be good at. I had not pushed myself to do things that where there was any chance of failure. And that's really where athletics became a big thing to me was I started doing things that I wasn't sure I could actually do. And that's why running my first half marathon in my 20s was like a huge, huge game changer for me because I did something that I wasn't sure I could do for the very first time. And that changed everything. 
and I did something knowing that I wouldn't be the best, like knowing that I wasn't going to get 100% and get an A plus on running this half marathon, knowing that I was going to be like super middle of the pact and no one was going to notice me and I would not be on the dean's list. That was a game changer. And then over the years of building businesses and having personal struggles as everyone does, I started learning that showing up over and over again, I can be really scrappy. When things get hard, I can figure out a lot of things. And I didn't know I had that in me. I didn't know that I could figure out how to shift my entire business model when when the stock market crashed in 2009. I didn't know I could shift my business model again when I was having to move locations and find my own gym space when I was 38 weeks pregnant with Vinny and I was laying flooring for three days in a row. I literally like went to lay this flooring down and I was like, oh, this will take like three hours. My husband was even like, I'll come by and help you and make sure. And I was like, no, 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 I got it. It's like a three hour job. It's a small space. It took me three days. And like, there's nothing slower than a pregnant woman getting on and off the floor hundreds of times over again (laughs) at 38 weeks pregnant. But what I learned in that is what I have in me. When push comes to shove and when things get hard, I figure things out. And I remember the business coach that I worked with when I was looking for my last gym space that I had which took me over a year to find. And I remember showing up to call after call after call with her being on the verge of tears from the moment we got on the call. And I remember saying over and over, I just feel like the universe is telling me I shouldn't be doing this is so awful. And I'm so stressed out. And I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know where we're going to go. And I was in the middle of this awful lease that I had to get out of because it was like super shady and sketchy, but I couldn't find a new place for us to go. And I, the finances behind it were just absolutely terrifying in terms of how much money I was going to have to spend to move us into a new space. And I had to get really scrappy and I made it work. So then when it came to building the Shameless Mom Academy and deciding I'm going to sell the gym and I'm going to build something new, that was scary. But also I was like, I have figured things out and been resourceful over and over and over again. So I can figure this out too. And when 2020 happened, I was like, oh, this, a pandemic? Yeah, that sucks. And this is hard. And I'm going to have to cancel Shameless MomCon and All of that was very overwhelming. And also I had no doubt in my mind that I could do it because when we show up over and over again, we reinforce within ourselves that we can figure everything out. As Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable, that we can figure anything out and that we can be resilient and that things can be really hard and we might totally fumble and falter and completely fail. And we will be really resilient on the back end of that and that there can be a million gifts that come out of falling flat on our faces. So that fifth one is really, really important to me because what it shows me moving forward is we're at episode 500. I don't know what's next. I mean, I'm going to keep going. Don't worry. (laughs) I'll be back for episode 501 on Wednesday with an amazing interview, by the way, with Mia Hempstead, one of my favorite interviews of 2020. But I don't know fully what's next. I don't know what I'm going to do coming out of this pandemic. I don't know what's in store for the Shameless Mom Academy aside from what I'm already doing. I sense that there's going to be some new big things coming. I can feel some things shifting and there's some cool opportunities that have been coming my way. So I feel that there's a shift, but I also know the state of the world is still super unstable and unsatisfactory in many ways. And I'm not worried. I'm not worried because I know how resourceful I can be and I know how resilient I can be. And here's the thing I know about you is I know that I'm not unique in this. I know that any mom has shown up through hardship after hardship after hardship before 2020. And you're going to keep doing that because you've already proven that you can be 
scrappy and resourceful and resilient AF. You have got this because of all the other times you've shown up. So when you think about why you should keep showing up, it's because you know that you're going to keep showing up to reinforce your resourcefulness and your resiliency because that's who you are. That is how you vote for yourself. That is how you vote for who you are becoming. So thank you, thank you. For those of you who show up with me every Monday and Wednesday, it is such an honor. I'm now crying, but it is such an honor. It is the coolest thing I've ever done aside from raising this child, which sometimes is not that cool. (laughs) And this is a really, really special place. And it's special because courage is contagious. And when I'm courageous, you all become courageous. And I see you, I see you being courageous. And it makes me more courageous. And we get to do this together. We get to go do big things together. We get to have impact on the world together. We get to learn together and grow together. And it is amazing. It is so amazing. I feel like amazing is a really bad word to use because it's so overused. And I want a better word, but that's all I got for right now. It's so, so special to me though. And so I'm just incredibly grateful for all that you bring to me. And I'm incredibly grateful for the time that we get to spend together. Just today, someone put in our Facebook group, I think her name is Shireen, and apologies if I'm saying that incorrectly. She said, you don't know, but we're really good friends. And I was like, yeah, we are. So for all of you that think that like we're good friends because I'm in your ear, trust me, it goes both ways. (laughs) I feel the same. We are all good friends here. We're all best mom friends, inner circle mom friends. And we got this because we are committed to continuing to show up, to continue to vote for who we are becoming, to be courageous every damn day, to build that legacy that we know will let us shine well beyond our years, well beyond this life and into the future in big, special, impactful and powerful ways. So thank you, thank you for being here with me 500 times, yay! Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review that will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. Hello, you sentient ball of stardust. My name is Casey Davis. I'm a therapist and I'm an author of the book, How to Keep House While Drowning, where I talk about ways to make it a little bit easier to take care of yourself when you're overwhelmed, stressed, 
have mental health issues, physical health issues, or maybe you're just in a hard season of life. Maybe you're looking for a place that you can come and listen to some practical advice. This is a podcast for all of the self-help rejects. We're going to talk about skills for survival and self-kindness. And I'm going to leave the pop psychology at the door. I promise not to tell you to meditate or to journal. We're just going to give you some really insightful conversations with hopefully some practical advice. So I don't believe you need to pick yourself up by the bootstraps. I don't want you to just try harder. And I don't believe that laziness exists. So join me over on Struggle Care, where we can find compassionate solutions that help us function a little bit better.